Welcome to the podcast. I like your little intro theme you did earlier. Can you sing it again? I know, I blacked out. What did I do? You sung a little intro <laughs> to the recording session, you know, about the world being weird. And, you know. Oh, was it just me screaming continuously for two minutes? Because that's what I feel like doing. No, you sang, a, you sang a song. You sang a really good song. Oh, that's Rosie. You're thinking of Rosie Sherman? No, 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 no. It was you. I swear it was you. Okay. I want you to try again, just real hard. Just try and sing our sing sing us in. It's never gonna be as good. Okay. Well, no one will know but me. Welcome to another week of living in a very confusing and upsetting world. That'll do it. That'll do yeah. it. I think that one was a little more pessimistic than my usual, my original one, um, because I'd like to also temper with, although it is confusing and upsetting. Uh, The world has been confusing and upsetting for lots of people for a very long time, and uh, this confusion and upsetness will hopefully lead to dramatic social change. Yeah, and you know what? I think, uh, you know, we got to be able to do do both of those things at once, you know? I don't think we're in a spot where we can just say, let's only look on the bright side, because that's fucked up. That has never worked for anyone. It cannot be the case anymore, but um, you're totally allowed to feel good things uh, with bad things, too. Um, Both? I don't understand. (laughs) Yeah, it's a complex thing to feel two emotions at once, as the movie Inside Out will tell you, but... Oh, that's what I knew. I knew that Inside Out was secretly about white supremacy. I knew it! Yeah, when you really think about it, I mean, where are the people of color who aren't emotions in that movie? They wow, that's a good point. No, what I do, uh, I do have a problem <laughs> with Inside Out. Tell me more. Because there are five emotions, right? And it breaks them yeah. down. Okay, joy, sure. Sadness, okay. Anger, absolutely. Uh, fear, yes, makes sense. Then they go the fifth, the fifth one. If you had to only have five emotions, the fifth one they went with is disgust. And I'm huh. like, I don't know. That's like barely an emotion. If anything, that's just a, uh, a physical reaction. reaction. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think Inside Out was playing fast and loose. I feel like they wanted it to be envy, but they were like, "Nah." For some reason, let's go with disgust. <laughs> Do children know what envy is? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: I work at a children's theater, and you ask kids to name all the emotions, they're gonna get the first three of those and end there. So. They should have just ended it. They don't need a whole pantheon of emotions. Just give us... It's like primary colors. Yeah. You only need three emotions to make all of the other emotions. You just mix right. up in different levels. Absolutely. But then Bill Hader and Mindy Kaling wouldn't have parts in this movie, so... So, well, then what What are we going to do, you know? That's you gonna, all of the you, talent. You're going to have a movie without Bill Hader? What are you talking about? You what can't. are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, shut your mouth right now. Shut your mouth. So... What's been getting you through this quarantine? This is a discussion we've already had, but then we had to trash that conversation because the audio was bad. So tell us again for the first time. (laughs) Didn't have to tell anyone that, but... uh, You know what? I am just... You're very transparent. Transparent, exactly. You're very transparent. Um, Yeah, what's been getting me through? I I think that uh, being in contact, pretty regular contact with friends has been getting me through. Uh, Not physical contact. uh, Internet contact, virtual contact. Like Digital get down. I do as not believe in spitting it. in your friends' mouths. Don't do that. Um, I've been getting through with a lot of Assassin's Creed. 
Yep, yep. I've been getting through by listening to uh, instrumental music, which is not anything I ever did. Ooh. Like I am so overstimulated at this point in my life that I can't even listen to music with words in it because I it will cause me to start shaking. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, what instrumentals have you been uh, bopping? Uh, so a lot of are we are you plugging instrumental artists? So I've been listening to a lot of Tycho, Tycho, T Y C H O. Tycho does like a lot of like. Just kind of like ambient sound nice. music. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Tourist. I've been listening to a lot of Tourist. Okay. Um, I can't remember if L1011 is the name of the band or the album, but they that's a good good instrumental music. Uh, yeah. It's just weird. It's weird to live in a time where even lyrics are too stimulating for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like uh, I would normally be trying to with any free time if I had it trying to catch up on TV and I just feel like all the things I want to watch I no longer want to watch right now it's like <laughs> nah you know what I like a lot of uh, character driven dramas that would be real bummers right now uh, a lot of Breaking Bad type shit I'm just like I don't think that's what I crave at this moment yeah I feel like I so I was watching I've blown through Avatar The Last Airbender yeah. <laughs> blown through air it's very funny i'm oh. so funny oh. <laughs> um, thank you for that laugh, pity laugh it was a um, real laugh i don't know what you're talking about uh so i've been blowing through avatar the last airbender which i originally did as like kind of an escape thing mm-hmm. um and uh that didn't work because avatar the last airbender has a lot of great commentary <laughs> on uh on fascism on uh community on uh, how to affect societal change. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were several times where I was watching it and Paige from the kitchen, she's never watched it before. She would just hear some dialogue and be like, that sounds irrelevant. And I'd be like, God damn it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great show. I would recommend watching it. Uh, it's it's just so well done. I would, I would argue one of the best animated shows I've ever seen. Yeah, I've always only heard good things and I really need to get on that. And thankfully, I might think I'm at a, at a place at work where I can start that soon. Um sure. I have been kind of craving things that are relevant right now because on the same side, on the other side of that coin of everything being too dark and gloomy and I don't want to watch that, I also don't necessarily want to watch something that's just ignorantly, blissfully happy. Like, yes, um, yes. I don't necessarily feel like putting on, uh, you know, the latest sitcom about white people that has nothing to do with anything. Not a Seinfeld. You were really mad at me when I suggested that we watch. Um, what was that movie with Vigo Mortensen? Uh, Hildago. What? <laughs> what are you talking no, about? no. It's just like one of those horrible white savory movies. Oh, that, like, Green came Book. Semi recently. Yeah, the one that won uh, the Oscar that no one fucking remembers because it should have been Black Panther and we all goddamn know it. Yeah, that one. That one. One of those. The Shakespeare in Love of white savior movies. Yeah, I said it. In love. Tell me more. I'm confused. <laughs> Just the fact that it won the Oscar when clearly there was a better contender that oh, everyone remembers more fondly than the thing that won. Who should have won the Oscar over Shakespeare in Love? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, Shaving mm. Ryan's Privates. Shaving Ryan's Privates. I'm pretty sure that's a mad TV joke. I think uh. it is. It's just it's it's riotously funny, and even though I said it completely straight faced, it does make me laugh a lot. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've been I've been wanting to find things that are a little bit more relevant. 
the show I've landed on rewatching again because again I might have said this before, but it came out nine months ahead of the moment it was made for. Mm-hmm. It was Watchmen on HBO. Uh, yeah. Watched it when it came out. I think it's an absolutely perfect season of television, and not what I was expecting. This follow-up series to the incredible graphic novel or terrible movie, however you were introduced to it. Um, not what I was expecting it to be. It is like the blackest thing ever made by white people. <laughs> um, you, <laughs> you know, get a free it, pass you, on this one, white people. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> I was just surprised. Like, it really, I don't know. I would not have thought this would be the show that would come out of those people and this content. Um, yeah. But it has a lot of great things to uh, add to the conversation. It mm-hmm. is... I mean, it uses the, this has been around in the news because it is like the 99th anniversary of the Tulsa Massacre, but it uses that mm-hmm. as a backdrop to this story that it wants to tell. And I think mm-hmm. that show is honestly the reason why we're even talking about it right now, because wow. no one knew what it was. It just, Watchmen opens with it, and people had to Google it and learn it was a real thing. Yeah. Um, and I introduced Elena to it. She had never seen it, and I think she was in the same... Oh, she was in a, a worse boat. I was going to say the same boat. She's in a worse boat than me, because she has no interest in the thing at all. And I just told her, like, you should <laughs> you should watch it with me. And by the thing, you it. mean superhero movies? <laughs> it's not that she's anti-superhero movies, but I'm definitely way more into them than she is. Um, fair enough. You know? And that's, yeah, absolutely fair. There's a lot of valid criticism of even the, the movies I love. We're um, not a movie podcast, though. We're, we're here to tell you for the umpteenth time. Can we time. just please, can we be a movie podcast? No. I have a lot of interesting things to say. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, she uh, just, she drew, she just wanted to watch it, like, all instantly. Like, after mm-hmm. one episode, she was really into it. Um, so if you haven't watched Watchmen on HBO, it is definitely relevant to the current moment. And I think in a, in a way that is more positive than not. Like, it kind of provides... Uh, it gives us hero characters in a moment like hmm. this, which yeah. is, you know, there aren't any other superhero movies really that I could watch and feel were as relevant. So, that yeah, was a, that was a glowing review. I will have to watch it. I, as yeah, I've been saying for nine months, but been... I will. I really will. I promise you sh- watch one episode. If you don't like the first episode, I won't make you watch more. But I think watch one man, watch one man. Okay, I'll stop with the lame jokes. Yeah, um, please. Before we dive into the episode, um, just I'd like to plug at the beginning and at the end. Uh, recently, uh, in reaction to the Black Lives Matter movement and the social change that's been going on, and even before that, uh, during coronavirus, we've really enjoyed um, learning about uh, new ways to give and new uh, communities to give to. Uh, so we'd like to just plug the Okra Project uh, today. Go ahead and check it out um, online. Uh, they're just the okraproject.com, and it's O-K-R-A, okra. I don't know if everyone knows what okra is. It's, yeah, you know, it's a, people might not. It's a veg. It's a it's vegetable. A veg. Do you veg like cattle. vegetables? Um, Prominent so in Southern project. cuisine. <laughs> we'll talk more about okra. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, the Ochre Project, um, it's a collective that um, basically feeds uh, black trans people. Um, it's really cool. It like connects black trans chefs with black trans communities. Uh, and those black trans chefs are paid to make delicious meals and feed them. Uh, there's also a lot more outreach they do, but they work exclusively pretty much with the uh, black trans community. And they are, um, it's their, their entire leadership is black, which is great. And uh, you should definitely check them out. They are a great place to give. And uh, I think especially relevant because there was just last weekend the largest uh, rally and protest ever uh, for trans people. And it was specifically about uh, black trans liberation. And it was like 15,000 people in Brooklyn. It's like amazing. Yeah, they're a really awesome uh, resource out there. They, even before... uh, what do you call it (laughs) even before (laughs) this you know black lives matter wave that we've been on right now um they were providing a lot of resources during just when just when we were dealing with just one pandemic so um yeah their website if you need to know it is www.theokraproject.com i'm gonna put it in the show notes so you can go there click it right now and uh learn more donate and help out. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh, hey. Should we start the show? I think we should start this show. Okay. Now I don't know why every time you ask me that, <laughs> I feel the need to just really prolong my <laughs> sentence. and, and Because <laughs> I, I'm afraid because of starting Because you the show. love the intro so much. You love being the <laughs> intro that you want to stay in it forever. There's such less pressure. <laughs> it, there is a lot less pressure. You know, I mean, we do a lot of research to get the best misconnections to read oh, on God. the pod. And, you know, this is like free writing at this point, And I don't have to think. It's just, eh, let's start the show. You caught my eye in the grocery line. Welcome to Existential Crisis, a deep dive through the misconnection of America's favorite list and a deeper dive into ourselves, and uh, we are rewriting this intro and it is from now on going to be the world's favorite list. And you, uh, I think that's such a big claim. I think that there there might be a better list out there. I don't think so. I honestly don't. I don't know what it could be. Um, world Heritage Sites. The list of World Heritage Sites. You... <laughs> You were naming a, a thing that I could certainly Google and like, yeah, I bet a lot of people have Googled it, but I'm sure there's more than one list of it. This is the definitive list. Craigslist is singular. Wiki- the Wikipedia list of the mysterious deaths at Disneyland is a really good list. I just don't see France caring about that as much as they do There's a Disneyland Paris, baby. Yeah, but Disneyland Paris deaths would be a different list. 
would it not? I think they would nest it all under deaths at Disneyland. <laughs> okay, well, this is okay. So, what? Five countries have Disneyland then? Yes. So the whole world has Craigslist. The whole world has Craigslist, indeed, and that's where we're gonna draw the line in this argument. I don't have time. Okay. I don't have well, time hey, for it. Well, hey, I'm Sarah Thompson. I'm Tallin Bigelow, and if you don't know. The misconnection section of the world's favorite list, Craigslist, is like a place for personal ads about chance encounters that the writers of which did not get a chance to act on, so they post here on this universal and mighty list uh, in hopes that they might connect with the people they miss out on connecting with. And what we do on this show is Sarah and I cherry-pick the best misconnections for you, the listener, and we read them cold. We share them with each other. The other person reads it without having read it before. And it's very exciting. And you should be excited. You should be excited. If you're not excited, um, you know, send us a five-star review in the Apple Podcast app and let us know how we can do better. Um, But if it's less than five stars, I will not listen to it. (laughs) Um, But I'm glad you... We do try to get in a threat to the audience within the first 20 minutes of the show, and I think we've managed. I think we need to... uh, it's it's all a balancing act, our relationship with the crowd, you know? We have to show them who's boss. Um, we can be friendly, but we're not their friend. You know? We're both their father and their punisher. Yes. Those are the two things we are. Which is uh, two things I just hated saying out loud. Oof. I decided never want to say that again. We're both the punisher and the daredevil. Okay, both... I'm going to send you I'm going to send you a misconnection. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, no more right. superhero references. We talked enough about them already. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, here we go. First one of the pod. Talking about breakfast at the store. Beaverton. I went to Freddy's. I was getting some jalapenos. You white guy asked me if I like jalapeno a lot. I said yes. You smile. I asked the same of you, but you said they are too spicy for you. You asked me how I used. I said sometimes... I put on my eggs. Or I eat them itself. Just bitten them. You just keep asking, smiling. I just keep shopping. I would like to keep talking. Okay, if it wasn't clear, there was no punctuation in this. Which kind of made it feel a little bit like a creepy pasta. It just, it feels like this poor person is being just interrogated about jalapenos at the store. But obviously they liked it, so that's good. Anything feels like an interrogation when... You know, you just ask questions. Or I feel like you ask one question, but then say nothing else, you know? If I were to ask you, like, Sarah, um, you know, do you, uh, do you like wearing glasses? And then I just shut up and just let only you do the talking for the next, like, ten minutes. It would feel fucking weird. No, that feels good. I love, I'm a Leo. You forget that I'm a Leo and I just love to talk about myself. So oh, well, That do would you, actually feel great and natural. Do you like wearing glasses? Yeah, I really do actually, especially like when I can wear the blue blocker ones because then I can look at my uh, like my video game, my video games and my screens all day and I don't have to worry about getting a headache. And I also like that they kind of add like an extra touch to all of my outfits. Like I can wear different ones depending on which outfit I'm wearing because I get really cheap glasses. I'm going to stop now because our listeners don't want to hear this. Uh, but just suffice to say I could go on longer if I wanted. All right, we're going to have a longer <laughs> talk off pod um i i feel like i i didn't read it nearly as panicky as i should have i mean i got there but 
But then to be fair, like the the poster does say that they in, they want to keep talking, that they enjoyed this interaction and they didn't feel necessarily interrogated the way that we feel interrogated by this post. I guess so, which is wild because if someone approached me at a grocery store while I was picking out an item and they were just like, hey, do you like that item? <laughs> it would be, <laughs> I'd feel very strange about it. I wouldn't necessarily want that to continue any longer than it has to. I'd probably be like, yeah, and then I would leave even if I wasn't done with that aisle yet. I would probably be like, no, I don't like them, but the man I'm keeping in my basement does, and I have to feed him something. Ooh. Remember Dexter? That would get them Remember to that stop show? talking to me? Uh, yeah. Unless they are on the same wavelength, in which case, run. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I also just like, like, I really, I really, to be fair, this white guy did resonate with me because I I too believe that jalapenos are too spicy for me. (laughs) I'm a big baby. I can't do spice. I am like, I have grown to understand that I cannot do spice and I'm okay with that. I am someone who can do spice, but I think as I get older, I, I avoid it when I can. Like I, you know, sriracha is nothing. That's fine. I'll do that. But we have like, you know, aardvark hot sauce, which is habanero. And, uh, tomato so the habanero and tomato mix it's really good on cheesy things really great but i'll add three drops and that'll be enough for me and elena will have hot sauce any opportunity there is for hot sauce she will use it and it can be the hottest thing we got in the cabinet and that is fine she just wants the food to be spicy and I well don't, some I, people some people are broken inside so yeah yeah it's true that's just that's horrifying you need that that's to horrifying feel. the spice um, have we already talked about how we did a Hot Ones challenge during this quarantine? And I don't know if we have. I came, but I just watched. You just watched, and watched me and several others attempt, uh, s- several of the hot sauces featured on Hot Ones, um, leading up to the last dab, the spiciest of the spicy, and I, as you saw, <laughs> I, uh, well, here's the difference between Elena and I. Elena takes great pleasure in the spiciness of the food. She basically gets a little bit high when something's very she, spicy. She does. She truly does. Like, just really mellows out and enjoys it. And it's just, it's a pleasurable sensation for her. I panic. I go <laughs> right into flight mode. And, like, as soon as it's, you know, I'm aware of how hot the thing is, I I went through like three glasses of milk, two glasses of water, and the rest of my beer that was lukewarm by that point, so it wasn't a good <laughs> help at all. Um, and then I just needed to, I just needed it to end. I just, I, I panic. I literally panic. We did it at, we did the wings, the hottest wings, the El Jefe wings at Fire on the Mountain in Portland. And uh, I, Elena, while she's high, I like made her go get me water because I could not. I physically <laughs> couldn't myself go get up and get a glass of water because I'm just, my brain won't let me function. <laughs> You were just afraid that you'd stand up and immediately just poop yourself and pass out. I think, yeah, or like that I would just like throw the restaurant into chaos because of just how I looked on my face. <laughs> like they you would did. look at me and go, clearly something is wrong and we all need to leave. You did look sort of trapped. I will say you did look you did look trapped and you did immediately get up and kind of pace the kitchen off off screen. Yeah. The and it uh, got hot and heavy. 
And I got so mad at Elena for enjoying it. <laughs> like, like she was being like, ah, oh, this is so good. I like, I'm like, hi, this is great. And I was like, shut up. Some people I don't just, like this. Some people are just like that. Yeah. Capital so, L, capital T, like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll eat a jalapeno. That's fine. I can handle jalapeno. That's like baby spice. <laughs> baby spice. Spice girls joke. Made myself laugh. <laughs> oh, that was the funniest thing I've heard all month. Um, uh. So, <sighs> this person being approached by someone they're only describing as a white guy. Um, That's all you need. Like, this also reads like this guy might have been an alien who crashed, <laughs> landed on Earth, and is trying to gather in, intel about the human race. And they see someone take a jar of something called jalapenos off the shelf, and they go, mm, hey, do you, you like that? Do you... <laughs> what do you do with that? What do you, um... What do you put those on? So what's that for? What's that Where about? Where do those go? Where do those go? How do you acquire them, and, and what are their purpose? <laughs> if I was an alien, the first place I would go is a grocery store. Yeah, that would see that it's the center of all life, right? Like that would Agreed. be. Agreed. It is the modern day watering hole. Do you think alien races have some sort of grocery store? Like, I mean, they must. They have. They to. must. They uh, must. But, you know, they may experience life on a different plane than we do, but the one thing that transcends all planes is the grocery store. Is definitely the grocery store. Um, I think we've all felt it. Yeah, I, I think I like what you said. Modern day watering hole. Um, okay, I just sent you one. And, uh, you know, you might have seen this one going ah, around. This one's famous, you cheater. You're the famous one. If we have a podcast about misconnections and Craigslist writings, I feel like... How can we not? You're how right. can we not? So let's... You're right. Yeah. Actors Needed, June 20th. Tulsa. Excited and enthusiastic minority actors and actresses needed to hold signs at event in Tulsa. Send a headshot resume for early consideration. This may be applied towards community service, if necessary, in lieu of payment. That sounds nice. Is somebody casting for a musical or something? That's fun. Yeah. Well, it could be that. could be a production of Oklahoma in Oklahoma. Oh, that would be timely. Or um, the the current theory going around the internet is that it's just for the uh, that rally that that president guy is having in Tulsa, Oklahoma on, on the 20th. Mm. Which ah. <laughs> makes a, whether it's fake or not, and it's hard to tell, and I actually have included a second one that reads similarly, um, whether it, it is a fake or not, it is definitely very much conceivable that that is something that <laughs> needs to happen uh, at every rally that this guy uh, yeah. has. I would not, I would not doubt that that might, it might be true. No. I'll give it that. It might be true. And if it's not, it's a good fucking joke. <laughs> it's a good, it's A plus prank. It's very funny. I do also like that they say that you can apply it towards community service if necessary in lieu of payment, which is just fucked up on so many levels. Oh, yeah. Because if you're a minority, you definitely have Probably some community service to do. at some point. Yeah. So. We love it. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was worth mentioning. And. You know how how much how much money would you uh, need to be paid to go to one of these things? Well, see, I wouldn't be very helpful because I'm just a white lady, and unfortunately, and uh, unfortunately, actually, the majority of white women voted for him. So, oof, oof. wasn't it something like sixty percent? Am I making this up? No, no, no. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. It was yeah. too many. 
So unfortunately, I would blend in with uh, the general supporter populace. Mm-hmm. Um, so they probably would pay me in peanuts. I would get nothing. Ugh. Yeah. You know, I went to a uh, taping for a Comedy Central special before, and I got seated in the front row because obviously, one, I'm, I'm very attractive. I'm TV pretty. You are. You're <laughs> and very handsome. Obvi- well, yeah, at least from like what you could see of me in the audience, you know, very like, yeah, that face is the moneymaker. And, uh, you're joking, but Tallinn, you're a handsome guy, all ah, right? Okay. You well, stop that. Okay, you're a well, very handsome man. Well, thank you. Nobody, none of our listeners know it, <laughs> because <laughs> all they hear is this this voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might assume with the voice like this, I have a face for radio. Not true. I have a face for podcast. <laughs> Even better. Even better. I think in uh, terms of face quality, I think I would assume podcast would be better, because, you know, there's just a lot more merchandising opportunities <laughs> you know uh nobody's buying a t-shirt with our favorite radio presenter on it sorry yeah sorry delilah true true fans will know nope got nothing anyways talking that, about that's sitting a front seattle show, reference front, front row, front yes show. yeah front row of that because i'm very pretty but also i'm very much not white so i think that was part of it too and they didn't pay me for that you know shoulda Shoulda, but it's a free experience because you, you know, you're gonna laugh more if you don't pay anything. And it was very surreal because they also had to like start and stop some jokes, mm, <laughs> like, or why? they did they did one joke, they did like the finale joke, and then the people, you know, I don't even know what their oh. job title was. Like after the comedian left the stage, they came out and said, "Okay, uh, we're gonna do that last joke again." So, <laughs> um. You know, just laugh like you heard it for the first time. Laugh like you did before. Big reactions uh, from everyone. You know, we're going to do some different shots of the crowd. So we want to see you laugh as if you were hearing it for the first time. And it was, like, so weird to just now we have to pretend. (laughs) And, like, if I'm honest, it wasn't the funniest thing I had ever seen. (laughs) So I was already being a little bit forced. And now I had to really sell it. And it was wild. Are you, can we see you anywhere? Is it on Netflix? It's, uh, it's on Comedy Central. And honestly, I did have that same question. I was like, I wonder if I'm visible. And I watched the trailer for the special. And like literally at the one second mark, it was like, oh, fuck, there I am. <laughs> <gasps> That's so exciting. I yeah. love when my friends are on things. I can't help it. I don't think I've ever told this story, but um, this was recently reminded to me. I had, so I lived in International House, um, my sophomore year in college and uh one of my good friends Salah is from Egypt uh and he is such a unique guy he uh he will never go anywhere twice because he feels like he's lived it up already and oh why does it <laughs> twice awesome. that gives you a little taste into his psyche <laughs> um but he he was here in America to, to just freaking do it everything everything um and so one of the things he was like i'm going to do this is he went to the mtv music awards um Mm. like one weekend like drove out with some friends and like went and attended it and all the rest of us stayed at home because we were like fuck that uh not interested um and uh he he really likes shakira well who doesn't (laughs) Um, who doesn't? She's an she's an everyman, you know. <laughs> uh, and we were we were like at home at, at that night, like hanging out. Uh, all of us always hang out in the common rooms and stuff. 
Mm. And um, we had the MTV Music Awards on in the background. And we were like, oh, my God, like, wouldn't it be so funny if we saw Salah on TV? And, like, literally the minute that is said out loud, we look at the screen (laughs) and the the announcer's going, and Shakira's bending over the stage to take a selfie with a lucky fan. And it's fucking Salah in the front row. Oh, my God. Getting a selfie with Shakira. And it was, like, up as a GIF on MTV the next day. But that was just, like, one of the funniest things things that is is just like perfect timing like amazing yeah wild that's incredible um so my question was did you get a a selfie with that apparently not very good comedian (laughs) no no i didn't and you know what i wouldn't even say he's not very good because i had seen him before at a different show that Mm -hmm. i paid for and I really enjoyed him. And then when I heard he was going to tape a special in Portland, I was like, Lena, we have to go. This, he's hilarious. And then I feel like it, it did not live up to what I had promised Lena. Yikes. <laughs> like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're not going to say their name because that would be defamation. So. I won't do it because I respect them too much. I genuinely think they're funnier than what we watched. What we gave to them. What they got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you for also sending me this follow-up um, <laughs> thing that is also for, I'm guessing BOK, is that the Oklahoma, like, center, like, the event center, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah. Uh, looking for serious-looking white people to pose as Trump supporters. Yeah. Uh, that one seems definitely fake. The, well, okay, yeah, I mean, do you think? I don't know. I mean, it has this graphic. But the Gmail, they, they gave an email, right? That's true. Right at the top, and everyone knows you don't just do that. That's true. That's true. I don't think, yeah. But the fact that possibly one of these is real is um, wild. That's enough for me. Yeah, that's enough enough for me to to be like, yeah, I could see that being real, unfortunately. Um, If you are a minority person in Tulsa, Oklahoma, one, I'm sorry, and two, you should uh, get this gig. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, do it. Honestly, make that money. Make that money. Listen- you can come on this show and you can clear your name. If anyone sees like pictures of you at this rally, you can you can we will clear your name for you. You can we tell will. us about the experience. Um yeah, we'll make a we'll make a day out of it. <laughs> um so I've sent you a new one. Great. Uh, go ahead and, and check it out. Good, good, good. Let's uh need to cleanse myself after those last ones. Yeah, mine is not famous. I'm sorry. Ugh, wish it was famous. At the gas pump. I was at the call. You're trying. It's okay. Take a break. This is a city I passed. I've passed through a lot. I never really. Okay, at the gas pump. I was at the Kalama gas station today. You opened your door, and swung your long, sexy legs out of the car. You grabbed the pump and eagerly shoved it into your gas tank to fill it up. Your long hair hung there while your tank took everything from the pump. I hope we get to see you again. When okay. did you when did you realize that you were reading sexy gas fan fiction? <laughs> so I actually had found this one earlier as ah, well. Ah, dang it. And that's how I knew exactly how to read it. And I have I think the same questions and concerns. This is the the horniest thing I've ever seen written about a gas pump ever. Yeah, really. I've never looked at Your that. Your tank as a took everything from the pump. It's like unnecessarily how, horny. It also that's not how gas stations work. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? Don't let don't let brains get in the ways of your boners. I'm sorry. I will right. yuck your yum. Don't listen. If this is what you're into, um, you open also, the door and 
this must have been in Washington because you can't pump your own gas in the state of Oregon, right? Well, normally no, but I think there was like they had changed rules in Oregon when COVID hit to be like you can do that. Mm-hmm. But every gas station I've ever gone to during this outbreak has been like, <laughs> no, I'll do it. And honestly, as someone from Washington, I was so excited to pump my own gas again. Oh but God, the freedom! Yes, agreed. The freedom. And it's, you know, I understand it gives people jobs, but it's just weird that that job is something I had to do myself for years. (laughs) Um, I don't get paid to pump gas. I'm just saying. There's lots of, I mean, there's lots of things you could do yourself and yet you pay other people for because they're professionals. Also, you can't, you know, in Oregon, they don't top it off for you. That's what you do in Washington. You're you're just you're just like my dad. He was always like, make sure you squeeze the pump handle a couple times because there's a couple drops in there. Yeah, and you know what? It adds up. It's absolutely worth it. I I've it, never had a tank as full. Like a, <laughs> to me, it sounds like an explosion hazard, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know what? Maybe I've gotten lucky this whole time because I haven't exploded yet. Have you ever eagerly shoved the pump into your gas tank to fill it up? Yeah, and also a quick note on that. It was spelled horribly, and that's why I read it the way I did. <laughs> it was. They're just missing an E. They're just missing that's an all. E, but I didn't know how to say that without that second You did e. a good job. E- you did a really good eagerly. job. Eagerly. Um, eagerly. Have I ever done that eagerly? No, I'd say I had done it... Uh, desperately? Desperately was a word that came to mind. Tiredly, <laughs> haphazardly. Um, I'm always nervous... That I'm going to accidentally spill gas everywhere and set a fire. So I usually do it very tentatively. Yeah. I feel like as a kid, I just had this belief that the the, the gasoline never stops flowing. So you just have to be real quick with it. <laughs> like, you just have to remove it from the thing and put it in the thing. And you're gonna there's going to be spillage. And you just have to minimize it. Like, I that was a fear. Well, you know. that's what happens. And I'm sure people in Oregon have that fear. Luckily, as Washingtonians and Californians, we have learned to pump our own gas. Yeah, but I'm just not everyone has that that excited privilege. And then my other fear, based on so many internet videos, is that my the friction of me like scooting around in my seat is gonna make a spark happen and catch my whole car and my shit on fire. Like that is also the fear that I have. Um, hasn't happened yet, but I'm pretty. That's right up there with quicksand and you know. Uh, the boogeyman as far as fears I have at any moment. That's a pretty real fear. I mean, quicksands could still come into play. Just give it a little time. I also sent you one. It was preemptive. I did, I forgot that I sent you the last one, so feel free to just ignore that and send me something. No, no. I will uh, I'll definitely read it. Like, let's go into it. <sighs> it's really I just think that it, there's a theme. I think that this okay. one... I think I subconsciously was like, oh, I need to send this right now because there's like a theme. Okay, I'm excited. Let's get to it. Missing my PDX. Sweet cuddle buddy. In your arms, I felt safe. Your tummy fit into my low back, my booty into your lap. Our first night together, you made me see stars. After over two years without a word, I still hope to wake up to your touch. Did you love me how I loved you? Probably not. You have a new lover, I believe. Sorry for everything, but I'll put it here instead. Okay, I've got a couple couple things. Okay. I've got a couple couple things on our agenda as we discuss this. Tell me about it. 
What do you think it is? I'll put it here instead. <laughs> because I'm here to say, based on based on the way this is going, I, the booty? Is it the booty? I will put the booty here instead? Mm. What are they putting in? We're putting it here instead. What's here. that it, huh? I'll put it here. This is going to keep me up at night. What's I mean, that it? I would honestly think it's just this whole sentiment, but that's uh, maybe oh. that's a reach. Maybe that's no, no, <laughs> no. I think you're right. But I think you're right. <laughs> if it wasn't that, then it definitely could. I would say the booty. I would say my booty used to fit in your lap, but I'll put my booty here. Can I? Can I also say? Yeah. Okay, so here's the theme. Here's the theme, right? We're talking about sexy talk. Talking right? about sexy talk. Here's today's theme: sexy mm. talk. Sexy talk is the theme. So, sexy talk number one: don't don't car don't role play as a car. That's what we learned from the last one. Yeah. I mean, me, I, I'm not here to kink shame Hold anyone. On, but I guess people, I'm sure, do that. Oh, yeah. They're car fetishists. Oh, do I remember that. Do cars just happened on its own? Yeah. No. Was it, was it, wasn't there an episode of, I don't know, not My Strange Addiction, but my... It was it was My Strange Addiction, and yes, that guy did want to fuck his car. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. And yes, his dad did not have a problem with him wanting to fuck a car, but did have a problem wanting him to fuck a car that was a boy car. Or a black car. Was it a black car too? No, I was just making Does a joke. Does the car have a race? It does if it's black. <laughs> um, that's right, because everything else is just normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just, okay. I don't mean to kink shame. I guess I should make everything personal so that it's not. I do not sexy talk to me role playing as a car. Okay. Also, do not use words like booty and tummy. That's not. <laughs> What are your opinions here? I've got strong feelings, obviously. What are your opinions on the worst of booty as a sexy word? Mm, good question. Do you think booty is a sexy word? <laughs> in the, in, a, in a, some sort of scale of sexiness, the yes, the most sexy word in the world being what do you think? Uh, what's on the far end of the scale? Like we're wading into murky waters. My parents listen to this podcast. You've got to remember that <laughs> the sexiest word in the world. I don't know. Luscious? Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty sexy word. What? I don't know. If I if I was in bed and somebody said to me luscious, I would be like, let me get my fucking thesaurus okay, okay, out. Okay, okay, Hold okay, on. Okay. Um. So a more accessible word like <sighs> dirty, dirty, Dur- dirty, bad, <laughs> throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> that one just like that's like urgent. That makes pulsating, me quivering. Oh, that's even worse. Okay. Quivering. <laughs> okay. That could also be scared. And okay. Well, in context is important. Hand hand, this is the sexy scale. Obviously, if you're looking at the okay. sexy scale, the word quivering Sorry. in context okay. is sexy. And the, on the opposite end of the scale, the least sexy word ever. Jism. Uh, <laughs> why did you cut up your own laugh at that? <laughs> you thought that was hilarious. I needed it to land. <laughs> I feel like, can you find a, is there a less sexy word? Jism, I mean, okay, so the thing about jism is that it derives from jizz, which is, you know, semen, which is related to sex. But not itself this, sexy. This conversation's making me so nervous that I just accidentally <laughs> popped my own pinky and I think I might have dislocated. Oh my god, I'm so sorry for actually <laughs> causing you physical pain. Ah, that was alarming. Um, <laughs> that's, I'm like wringing my hands like a cartoon mouse right now. <laughs> oh, no. um, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, that word seemed to have done the trick then. 
Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. So on Maybe the like crawdad, ah, uh, but daddy. Okay, anything can be sexy is what I'm slowly learning right now. <laughs> it, yeah, you know, there's a there's a way to look at every word in that way. Um, but I think jism pretty universally. No one hears that word and is like, oh yeah, <laughs> like no, <laughs> that's pretty bad. So on the uh the the jism to what word do we even say was sexy? Quivering. 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 On the jism to quivering scale. <laughs> I think booty is closer to quivering than uh, really? tummy. I think tummy is a little oh, bit. Oh, tummy is absolute. Tummy is It's like, like infantilizing. Yeah. It's... Which is like, we won't even get into that. No. I have a lot of feelings about infantilization and sexuality. I yeah. got a lot of feelings about it. Even we if like that's your it. thing, I don't want to shame you, but why is that your thing? Just look no, deeper sh- into No, I'm going to shame you. That's <laughs> fucked up. Don't do that. That's That's fucked up. Let's not. Let's not. Um, so, but I, you know, I could see room for booty depending on how it's used, uh, being a word that is appealing in that way. You know, there's I just, a lot booty, of booty also feels infantilizing to me too. Really? Not as much. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's but, a lot of R and B songs that would say the word booty in a way that's like, yeah. Butt and ass. Those are much better. Ass is a little. Um, but is very neutral. Ass is a little harsh. Like if you're not ready for the really? word ass, it's like whoa. <laughs> I think also it means I think donkey. I'm always, so. I'm always ready for the word ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you. That's your personal <laughs> preference, and no one can tell you what word you personally find sexiest. Maybe jism's your fanny. word. What do you think about fanny as a, a word for butt? It makes me think of an old lady. Okay, so that's less sexy than both butt and booty. Yes. Not that old ladies aren't sexy. What <laughs> corner are you painting me in here? What about tush? Where does that lie? Uh, I think equally as infantilizing as tummy. Oh, okay. To me. What about rear end? That just makes me think of a car accident. But where is it sexy? <laughs> a sexy car accident, I guess. It could be. Okay. Like maybe your gas tank flies open and they're like exhaust pipe lands right inside of your gas tank, you know? Your tank <laughs> takes the exhaust pipe. I hated that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I just was trying to figure out, like, synonyms for butt. Wh- What's where the sexiest word the sexy for butt? Scale? So tuchus is out, probably, right? That's a little bit. <laughs> okay, can we replace jism with tuchus? Because I think tuchus <laughs> is pretty bad. Okay, that's fair. So... <laughs> Jism, Jism is second to last. Jism is out. Tukus is in. Tukus is in. What is the sexiest word for butt? Rump. Uh, booty. <laughs> That's like a twofer. Um, hind quarters. Hind quarters. Uh, I think I would say ass is the sexiest synonym for butt. Yeah. I think it's because it's like a little bad. It's bad. It's a little, you know? it's a little risque. It's bad. Yeah. If you're saying it, you're a little naughty. little naughty. little naughty. Um, okay. Yeah, I can try and think of if there's like um you know d- dumpster tiny <laughs> dumpster dump truck ass. D- dump 
Please yeah. tell me you've seen the Pixar dump truck ass memes. Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't have to go into it. I just hope that if you are listening to this, you go Google Pixar mom's <laughs> dump truck ass memes after this. <laughs> because if that's one thing we can culturally enlighten you on, I hope that's it. If the, if that's my legacy, it, I'm fine with it. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, it's also Pixar's legacy. DreamWorks DreamWorks has the DreamWorks smile. Pixar yeah. has mom's DreamWorks dump smirk. truck asses. <laughs> And uh, they're both good. Together, a deadly sexy combo. Yeah. If... I would argue, though, a dump truck hiney is less sexy than a dump truck ass. Ooh, you got me there. You got me there. You're right. Would you? you so you would say booty is the sexiest butts in him. Now you got me double. Now I'm, now I'm leaning toward ass. I'm leaning now toward you, ass. Now you got me double cheeked up on a <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm gonna ass stop. is better. Stop. Thank you. So. I. The only reason I have conversations with people is to forcibly turn them to my side. So thank you for fulfilling the point of this conversation. We could stop talking forever now. You're welcome. I also want to say on this note, you know, your tummy yes. fit in my low back, my booty in your lap. Um, I have an abnormally high butt. <laughs> my legs are very long. My torso is very short. Colin's about to to fucking give us some some body issues. Let's go. Yeah, I mean it's not so much an issue. It's just the the truth of the way I'm built, which is like you I said think... abnormally. I think. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's I. I would describe my body type as, um, a Mike Wazowski type thing. <laughs> That's like if you put Stop! a big blue hard hat over my head. I would look like Mike Wazowski, Please. like to scale. You killed me. Please stop. <laughs> like, I, I, I got like, this round, <laughs> short little torso, Stop. and I got these long, gangly arms, and my head is where his hard hat would be. So that's what's going I just, on. I hate that you said that out loud because all I could imagine was like a cosmopolitan quiz where it's like, what's your body type? Like pear, apple, <laughs> ruler, and then fucking Mike Wazowski. Yeah, if you if where my belly button was was a giant like like a eyeball? like a mouth, I guess, and the, the eyeball was mm. right above it, you know, that would be if I painted myself green. Covered my head with a blue construction helmet. There's a lot of steps here to make you into white Mike Wazowski. But only only to match color. Like, if you just did <laughs> silhouettes. <laughs> if you did, like, a who's that Pokemon of me. And no. you saw my silhouetted body, you'd be like, that Pokemon this. is Mike Wazowski. And then you'd come You're... back from the commercial break, and you'd be like, it's Tallinn. And you'd be like, Stop oh. being mean to my friend Tallinn. I like I'm him. not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it's a <laughs> weird thing. Okay, on the scale of sexiness, where is Mike Wazowski <laughs> Oh, you? man. I mean, he's a very caring, tender uh, person. Uh, monster? Um but he has no genitalia. But he has no genitalia. And that's really the problem you're going to run into with comparing most Pixar characters' sexiness. Most of them don't have genitalia. <laughs> Especially the Toy Story characters. But those moms, oh, they all got dumb truck asses. <laughs> <laughs> My main point I'm trying to make is, like, if I were to stand, you know... If, if Elaine and I were posing for, like, a prom photo where, where she was... You know, behind me, mm-hmm. my ass uh, reaches her chest, <laughs> which is which is a weird. It's a weird thing. I'm not saying it's bad. Again, I'm not like talking down about myself. It's just weird. It's just strange. You're not being nice to yourself. I don't like it. Um, listen, I'm very happy with my Mike Wazowski figure. 
Good. And as you should be. There are worse Pixar figures to have. I've never thought about what, what Pixar, Pixar figure body I have. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to open that door to self-hatred. <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> the door is very gently closed and I don't want it to open. Yeah. I've always seen, you know, you see the Mike Wazowski's at Disneyland. And I'm always like, that would be that would be me. That'd be the character I could play. I He's very short, though. You're you're a very tall man. Okay, so I'm a tall Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Is that better? Take Sully's height, add it to my Mike Wazowski legs. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Anyways, I don't like it, but I'll listen to you. Thank you. That's all. That's all I ever wanted. Okay. okay. Your tummy fit into my low back. Yeah, I'm confused about this. This is hard to visualize. Yeah, your tummy. My booty in your lap. Okay, I see it. This now. is like a okay, visual, like a sense. mental puzzle. It is. I'm not good at spatial reasoning. I think that's what it's called. I always got really low on that. <laughs> um, still. Yeah, I take SATs all the time for fun. Yeah, all right. Good to check in with yourself. You know, see how you're doing. God, if I took an SAT right now, I'm sure I would uh, be held back. Well, good news is is that all of the University of California system doesn't have to take it. And hey. also Harvard just announced that you don't have to take it. What? Harvard? Harvard? Harvard. So Harvard what are they going to judge people by if not SAT scores? Oh, I mean, don't worry. There's plenty of things to judge people on. That's true. Skin color. Skin color. End of list. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Set one your way. Burnside slash Stark. White truck. USUV. We made eye contact at intersection of Burnside and Stark by Don Pedro. I told you that you were really hot and you said I was too. I asked you for a number and you looked like you wanted two. You had glasses and braces. Probably the hottest thing I've ever seen. I pulled over. I really wish you had two. I hope this reaches you. Sorry, I was imagining shouting that into the distance while I'm pulled over as the car I just pulled over for zoops into the distance. I hope this reaches you. I hope this reaches you. I do like that they pulled over and the other person did not. <laughs> Definitively did not pull over. Yeah, I mean, you got your answer. So, I feel like this one takes a turn. <laughs> Why? I don't know. As soon as it got to the word braces, I was like, uh-oh. <gasps> Tallin. What? You don't think people with braces can be sexy? Not what I said. Would I say it's the sexiest thing you know, the hottest thing I've ever seen. I, my concern is that <laughs> the, 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 the braces aren't necessarily in themselves attractive, but this person thinks that the braces make them uh, look a certain way that they might think is more attractive. Are you worried that this person was young because they had braces? Is that That's my fear. I'm, I've known okay, adults okay. with braces. Um, sure, sure, sure. My gym teacher, Mr. Sullivan. In elementary oh, school. Oh, so you have, a you have a friend who has braces, so you can't be prejudiced against braces, is what you're saying? No, I'm saying I had braces for five years, and that's why I can't be prejudiced against <laughs> Um They told me it was going to be three, and it was five in high school. You, but, you peak. know, you got those teeth. You got those winning teeth. I guess so. But Do you have dreams about your teeth falling out? Um, No. Do you? Yeah, all of the time. And you've... You've not. Have you had braces? Did you? No, so, I was genetically blessed with perfect <laughs> teeth. I mean, I just sucked my thumb like way too long. Is my problem? 
Oh, classic. Uh, We've already had this discussion, had but this I remember discussion. the day my binky was taken. So that's what really saved me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Wish someone had told me. You know. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So I could be totally wrong. This could be a. They could be like age. Old, you know, old enough that this isn't weird, and then that's on me. Two adults. Two, Two adults. Consenting adults. Two consenting adults next to each other. One with braces. One with one possibly without. We don't know. Yeah. The glasses and braces combo is pretty hot. It's it's a lot to look at, and I like <laughs> visual interest. Yeah. It, it's, what it's, can I say? It's uh, it holds my attention. Is what it is. You know. It is eye-catching. Eye-catching. First, I'm pulled in by the glasses, and I'm like, oh, okay. A flaw. Good. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm pulled in a second time by, oh, wait a minute. Corrective braces. Well, great. Then, then I guess, I don't know what that means. I guess, like, they're on their way to improvement? Um, they're practically bionic. They're, maybe they've got a thing for bionics. Yeah, maybe this is like a some sort of cyborg Fetishism. Classic cyborg fetishists. Yeah. Uh, who was it? Was it Laura Ingram or whatever? Right person, commentary person who like associated, you know, trans people with people who are part machine and tried to make that sound like an insult, but everyone was like, that sounds fucking that sounds dope. really cool. Let's definitely <laughs> usher in the wave of cyborg Trans unity, because that sounds amazing. That's great. This sounds like that. every Janelle Monae album. Like, I'm in. It... <laughs> uh, count me in. Count me I'm in into it. to that revolution. Um, Hey, I've got a good one to close on. Okay. Well, if you got a good one to close on, let me just send you another goodie. Good. Good. As long as it's a goodie. Uh, Where does that fall? Where does that fall on the sexy talk scale? Goodie? Yeah. That also depends. Booty, if you're doing role play where one of you is Goody Proctor from uh, you Ooh, know, The Crucible, maybe hot. that could be... That's fucking hot. Ah, yeah. Oh, I saw Goody Proctor do? consorting with the devil. What are you going to do? Lock me in a dungeon and accuse me of witchcraft? Yeah. So that could be that could be pretty sexy. Okay. It could also be All very right. not sexy. You know, Maybe one of you is role playing as Mr. Goodbar. And then what is even that? What is that? Nuts. Maybe. That's nuts related. That's hot. Oh, okay. So you know what? Goody is. <laughs> Goody. Goody's in. Goody's in. Goody's hot. Um, gosh, I got, I got a couple to choose from, and I really don't know what one I want um, to use. Let's. This is so difficult. I don't know. Let's go here. Let's do this one. Okay. I got it. It's coming your way. This is the only one I'm reading. This is it. This is it. This is my last stab at a misconnection. This is it. And uh, then we're going to close out, and we're going to have one more for you. Stay tuned. Tanico, the quote-unquote totally Christian guy outside Fred Myers. You came up to me on my bike, complimented me, offered to take me to McDonald's, and then took off. If you weren't just trying to recruit me into a Christian club, then message me back. You were pretty cute, too. Wish I'd said it then. I hate to tell this poster, Nico was absolutely trying to get you into a Christian cult. That's all there was. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's just like, who offers to take you to a McDonald's on a bike and opens with, 
or not, man, they're not necessarily opening with it, but include dabbles in the phrase, I'm totally Christian. <laughs> dabbles, dabbles in the phrase. Just totally sprinkles Christian. it in, dabbles it in, dabs it. Just gets a little oh, taste in Just there. Just a little, hey, what's up? My name is Nico. I think you're cute. I'm totally Christian. Would you like to come to McDonald's with me on my bike? Would you have you ever heard of Young Life? You wanna you wanna hear about how we took over the Rajanishi uh, compound? Yeah, yeah. Tell me more. And like like I said, I'm totally Christian, but as you can see by my bike and my interest in McDonald's fast food, I'm totally normal. This isn't a weird culty <laughs> thing. It's just you know we sing some songs and sometimes I talk about Jesus, but mostly we just hang out. And then sometimes we take your money, like so much of your money that you can't afford to live on your own, so you have to live in our compound. But it's. This is just like a thing. Don't you like McDonald's? Yeah, just come meet some of the other uh, some of the other folks at the McDonald's. I'll, again, you have a free ride in my handlebars, so you know no worries there. And uh, I understand you're on your way to get groceries. I have groceries. We have groceries. And you know what? You're don't worry about your family. They probably don't care about you. They probably don't love you. You should just hang out with us. You should just hang out with us. And listen, there's a quarter pounder in it for you. You know what? My treat. Make it a Big Mac and I'm in. Ooh. That's all it would take is a Big Mac. Yeah, that's it. I do like McDonald's, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Same. All right. So I say I say it with great sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Like I uh I've been craving a lot of fast food. I've been like living a, on a lot of food delivery services. I have four food delivery apps I have to peruse on an almost like every other nightly basis right now. Wow. Wow. Mm. Keeping up keeping up good numbers. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, there's been many a night where I'm just like, this is so expensive to just have someone bring me this food from this place on this app and it for for a fraction of the price, for an eighth of the amount I'm paying, I could just go through a McDonald's drive through. You're spending eighty dollars on dinner? Okay. McDonald's is expensive. I don't know what if you, the last time you went to McDonald's was in 1965, but McDonald's is very expensive. Well, the one I go to hasn't changed their prices since yeah, since they opened. So. Oh well, that's embarrassing for me. Oops. Also, their burgers are better because they're just like thicker and made with real meat, and their milkshakes are divine, and they made with actual ice cream. So, uh, very is racist. A pretty sexy word. Oh. What? Oh, that's the downside. What? What's the sexy word? Divine. <laughs> Thick. Thick. Ooh. That's a good one. I mean, is it, is it a word you would ever, like, use in a yes. context of during yes. or leading up to sex, really? Yeah, and what, yeah sure. I don't, know. I don't know. I feel like it's a word that's said about people, but not to their face. <laughs> yeah, if somebody called me thick, I'd be into it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I live and learn. Live and learn. Live and you learn. live, you learn. You live and learn. Um. So, yeah, listen... This person who wrote this, uh, I hope you connect with Nico and get that McDonald's and let us know if it's a cult or not. And I assume if it is, we'll never hear from you again. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. And uh, Nico, listen, here's my advice. Um, you got to eliminate the I'm totally Christian thing out of it. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that's, that's a little that's, too strong. That's too a little early. too strong. In fact, leave it out. When you get to the McDonald's, that's when you get them. That's mm. when you say... Oh, hey, we just happened to run into some of my brothers and sisters here. And they're also hanging out by the play place. Do you want to come sit with us? And we could just talk about the Bible? Like, that's what you do. Oh, is that Big Mac sustaining your life? You know what else sustains your spiritual life? The flesh and blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, I know that the French fries here are uh, served hot and crispy and salted. But uh, I'd like to tell you about someone who... Isn't so salty, but it's still 
Very delicious. That's the and best I can do. Crispy. And hot and crispy. I would say Jesus probably is pretty salty. He's very. He looks like he always has a bit of a sheen, like a sweat sheen. Yeah. Oh, like literally salty. Like if you licked him, yeah. he would be. He would, he would taste be of salty. salt. He also, you know, he wasn't a pacifist. He did, you know, throw some money lenders tables. So yeah. I think he was emotionally salty as well. You know, I uh, <laughs> I don't know how you're feeling about McDonald's. Personally, I'm loving it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. You know what? I think there's someone you need to be introduced to who might be loving you. <laughs> and that is our Lord hey. and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, um, you know how you know how that person's taking orders from you? You know who you should be taking orders from? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, you know how this Happy Meal only costs you a couple dollars? You know, if you uh, if you just learn to make Happy Meals for yourself, you would eat free for life. You know who said that? I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it was our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think that was Jesus. You don't know? You don't think so? I don't think that one was Jesus. Jesus. Jesus was not like teach a man to fish. Jesus was like give me a fish and I'll multiply it magically. Jesus was almost the exact opposite of teach a man to okay, fish. Okay, okay. He was like. Give a man a fish, he'll make it into a bunch of fishes. Teach a man to fish, and he'll catch one fish, and it'll be terrible. Okay, so what about, like, you know, you know, uh, you remember Ronald McDonald, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. Ronald McDonald? Um, he had some big shoes to fill. <laughs> That's a clown <laughs> joke. Um, but you know what? You know who else? Add some big shoes to fill. Grimace. And Grimace is a lot <laughs> like uh, okay, Joseph okay. in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Got the end of the stick, honestly. Thank you so oh, much for listening to Crisis Central Crisis. Um, we're going to close with a misconnection here in a minute. But if you like what you hear, do consider leaving us a review in the Apple Podcast app. Uh, five stars is super helpful. It helps us get found. We don't do any advertising, so that's always great. Uh, also, tell a friend. Tell a friend who would like the show. You know, I think we've said it before. I'll say it again. Challenging time right now. It's really hard to be, uh, you know, holding that megaphone every hour, every day without getting a little tired and needing to recharge. And if there's someone out there who could use a little recharging, if you're listening to this, hopefully that's why, because you're. Just refilling your, recharging your batteries here. And, uh, you know, we, that's the, that's the least we could do is offer that service and maybe make someone laugh. And also, we're also highlighting other ways to help. So, two birds, one stone. You know who said that? Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, thanks to Rosie Sherman for recording our theme song. Uh, if you have your own misconnection, go ahead and send it to us at any of our social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter, shockingly. And yeah. we're on Facebook. I don't know uh, why. We never use Twitter. We... Don't don't tweet at us. But do uh, check out our Instagram and our Facebook. It's where we'll post a lot of fun pictures, videos, things cuts, that are the yeah. visual components of the show that you will not see if you just listen to this. 
And one last plug uh, for the Ochre Project, a fantastic initiative um, bringing food to black trans lives. Um, They also do a cool thing where they just like will, if you're a black trans person, you can just apply for food aid and they'll just like send you $80 to buy groceries, which is, uh, that's direct, that's direct funds, baby. That's direct aid. That's what we need. That's great. Uh, So go ahead and go donate to uh, the Ochre Project. That's T-H-E-E. Oh my God, I can't spell T-H-E-O-K-R-A project.com. Go ahead and give what you can. Um, They don't have a monthly recurring donation button, um, which is something that I always recommend doing. Uh, But you can always set a reminder on your phone if you want to make it a monthly thing. It's a good idea. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You do the work. You don't have to make them do it. You put that reminder in your phone and you, you enter the card number (laughs) every month. Um, so yeah, check out the Ochre Project. Talon just really feels a lot about recurring payments. I, uh, <laughs> I get it. It's a hassle. But like, you know, there are worse things. You can set a reminder. Put it in your calendar. <laughs> Copy and paste. Uh, and you know, we'll put the info in the like, show notes we'll as put well. The, we'll put the link in the show notes. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. We'll put it in the link. And you can just uh, remind you... yourself to click on that link every month if that's what it <laughs> every takes. month. Listen to this podcast all the way through. Every month. And then click on the show link. Yeah. Uh Talon, I sent you that last and final word. Um, go ahead and whenever whenever you're feeling emotionally ready for it. Cool. Thank you for allowing me the time to prepare. I am emotionally mm-hmm. ready. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shannon, Vancouver. I miss playing with boobies. Get a hold of me sometime. I'm Talon Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. And this has been Craig's Essential Crisis. Big mood, am I right? (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I, too, miss playing with boobies. That's one thing I'm really looking forward to once this uh, pandemic is over. Just going out, seeing all the boobies free and wild, (laughs) playing with them. (laughs) 